Boogie Benny, don't you just love holidays? Mm, I'm not a huge fan, but I do love a dash of soy sauce on my rice. Any kind of rice, too. Brown rice, white rice, black rice, red rice. Wait, what? Okay, not sure if you heard my question correctly, Boogie. Yeah, sure I did. And while I'm not a fan of hollandaise, I have nothing against sauce as a condiment. It's just as sauces go, I prefer soy. Boogs, holidays, not hollandaise. It's almost a holiday season, and this is our special holiday podcast. Oh, wait a minute. Here comes Willie Bob. Willie Bob, Coach wants to know what your favorite sauce is. No, I don't. Ooh, my favorite sauce is sausage. Mm, good choice, Willie sausage Bob. Sausage is not a sauce. Oh, I love sausage. Sausage isn't a sauce. But wait, I don't even care about anybody's favorite sauce. That's a little selfish, mm. Coach. Why is your favorite sauce more important than mine or Willie Bob's? Yeah. Listen, I respect everyone's favorite sauce, be it sausage or a flying saucer. Ooh, that's a good one, Coach. Yeah, that is. Can I change my answer? Soy seems kind of boring. Soy is a fine choice, Boogie, but I didn't ask about your favorite sauce. I asked if you liked holidays. Oh, I love honey glaze. Me too. Yum. Ah! No, not honey glaze. Holidays. I want to know if you guys like the holiday. Oh, oh, hold that thought, Coach. What's up? Well, in case you all didn't know, it's the holiday season. Excellent. I love the holidays. You guys are impossible. Oh, pipe down, Scrooge. We need to keep this festive because it's time for our special holiday episode of the Rock Noceris Pod Noceris. Don't you just love holidays, Coach? It's the holiday. I told you. Humbug. Why can't it be clear? When is Hanukkah? When is Hanukkah? The dates change every year. Hey, when is Hanukkah this year? Uh, it starts the same day it does every year, on the 25th day of Kislev. I'm pretty sure Hanukkah does not start on the same day every year. And what is Kislev? Kislev is the third month of the civil year in the Hebrew calendar. Okay, so what day does that correspond to in my 365 kittens a year desk calendar? Well, you just need to convert Kislev 25 into the corresponding Gregorian calendar date. Fine. How do I do that? Well, it can get a little complicated. The Hebrew calendar is a lunisolar calendar, which means that it indicates the phases of the moon and the time of the solar year. In addition, it also prevents major holidays from interfering with the Sabbath. Come on, it's just a calendar. How complicated can it be? When is Hanukkah? When is Hanukkah? Why can't it be clear? When is Hanukkah? When is Hanukkah? The dates change every year. The Hebrew calendar is made up of 12 months. 
That seems easy, except in years where the quotient of the year divided by 19 leaves a remainder of 3, 6, 8, 11, 14, 17, or 19. In those years, there are 13 months. Wait, what's a quotient? That's the quantity produced by dividing two numbers. Now, the beginning of each month in the Hebrew calendar begins with a new moon. Hold on. Some years have 13 months? Yes. Seven out of every 19 years are leap years and get an extra month. Okay, an extra month on leap years. And each new moon starts a new month. That's right. Well, unless the new moon of the first month of the civil year occurs on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday, in which case the beginning of that month is delayed by one day. Wait, seven out of every 19 years gets an extra month depending on the remainder of the quotient when dividing the year by 19, and the beginning of the month is delayed by one day if the new moon of the civil year lands on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday? Yes. That seems simple enough. Anything else I need to know? You also need to be aware that if the new moon of the first month of the civil year occurs after the hour of noon, the beginning of the month will be delayed by one day. But if this happens on a Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday, then it will be delayed by two days. Since the beginning of the first month of the civil year can't be on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. You got it. So when is Hanukkah? That still depends on whether this is a complete year, a defective year, or a normal year. What? Wait, what is a defective year? Since it takes about 29 and a half days for each lunar cycle, but about 365 and a quarter days for each solar cycle, we need to pad some years with an extra day or tighten up other years by taking a day away in order to keep the months and the sun and the moon all synced up. So when do you add the extra day? If the next civil year will arrive on time with the new moon, then you don't need to do anything. Unless it's going to cause the following year to begin on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. Well, yes, obviously. But if the next civil year is going to arrive a day after the new moon, then the current year is defective and a day is removed from the third month. If the civil year will begin a day before the new moon, then the current year is made complete by adding a day to the second month. Ah! When is Hanukkah? The last thing you need for the conversion is the corresponding date from one day on the Hebrew calendar to one day on the Gregorian calendar. Is that day Hanukkah? No, that day is September 7th, 3761 BCE. Everyone agrees that this date corresponds to the first day of the first year on the Hebrew calendar. So now can you tell me when Hanukkah is? I'm starting to get confused. Yes, now we can figure out when Hanukkah is. Hold on, I've almost got it here. Divide by 19, carry the two, seven. Okay, I've got it. This year, Hanukkah will be on April 46th. That doesn't make any sense. The numbers don't lie. April 46th? Oh, wait, wait. Uh, I think this must be a defective year. Yeah, I think you're a defective year. Here it is. This year, Hanukkah will be on January 55th. I'm going to Google it. No, that's it. January 55th. It's going to be a great festival of lights this year. Oh, 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 who wouldn't go Up on the rooftop
you like for Christmas? Um, I would like hmm, a new bike. I would like a Batman battling, please. For Christmas, I want a platform swing. What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> for Christmas, I want Apple AirPods. Like more LTSs. There are these plastic pets that their heads, their heads bobble and they're pretty cool. I like playing with them. I'm on a pony. T'was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. These opening lines from A Visit from St. Nicholas were originally published in 1823 in the Troy Sentinel of New York. They have since become among the most famous lines ever written in the English language. Today on the Rocknoceros Podnoceros, we will look at the mysterious origins of this famous poem, and explore the unanswered controversy over who wrote A Visit from St. Nicholas. We know not to whom we are indebted for the following description of that unwearied patron of children, Santa Claus, but from whomsoever it may come, we give thanks for it. That editorial note accompanied the anonymous publication of the poem on December 23rd, 1823, and nearly 100 years later, we are still uncertain of the author. Conventional wisdom identifies Clement Clark Moore as the poet. Moore claimed authorship in 1837 and included the poem in a collection published in 1844, nearly 21 years after its anonymous publication. Several publishers of the day had already suspected Moore to be the author, so few people questioned his authorship at the time. However, when news of Moore's claim reached the family of Henry Livingston, another American poet, the family protested. According to his children and neighbors, Livingston had been reciting the poem for years before its anonymous publication. Livingston's Dutch heritage also explains many references in the poem, including the now-famous names of Santa's reindeer. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, 
Henry Livingston died in 1828, nine years before Moore announced that he was the poem's author. After Moore's death in 1863, the Livingston family asserted that Livingston was the author. Numerous literary analysis dating back to 1919 seem to favor Livingston, but tangible evidence may still favor Moore's claim. The mystery may never be resolved, but the enormous influence of this poem is certain. It has been translated into numerous languages all across the world and is largely responsible for the iconic image that defines Santa Claus. Maybe we're just not supposed to know where this poem came from. Like the mysterious origin of the poem's protagonist, perhaps the poem itself defies conventional explanation and defies ownership. It exists, it makes life better, but no one is certain where it came from or how it came to be. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. And I heard him exclaim ere he rode out of sight. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Boogie Benny, what you reading there? Hey coach, I'm looking over my New Year's resolution list from 2017. This was the year that I finally resolved to keep my New Year's resolutions. Excellent. How'd you do? I did it. I finally kept all of my New Year's resolutions. Hey, that's great. What was your strategy? Well, I think the key to my success was that I kept the list short. Oh, how many resolutions did you make? Just the one, that I keep my New Year's resolutions. Willie Bob, what are you working on over there? Ooh, Coach, my 2017 New Year's resolution was to build a bridge to the future so that when 2018 arrives, I could already be there and welcome everybody. But I can't seem to get ahead of now, and I'm almost out of time. Actually, we are out of time, Willie Bob. Oh, no! Are you guys already in 2018? I'm still in 2017. I must be working backwards. No, Willie Bob, we're all still in 2017 for a few more days, but we're out of time for this podcast. That's right, and we need to thank our sponsors, like Jam and Java. You can see Rock Nostris on most Fridays at Jam and Java in Vienna, Virginia. In addition, our annual holiday sing-along and our New Year's Eve ball will happen, as they do every year, at Jam and Java. Learn more at jamandjava.com. Visit mrnussbaum.com to keep your mind sharp over the holiday break. Learn more about Rocknoceros at rocknoceros.com. The Rocknoceros Podnoceros was written and performed by Rocknoceros and engineered by Tom Bernath of Upfront Audio. And finally, to everyone listening, Happy Holidays from Rocknoceros! Rocknoceros.